0: Good morning and welcome to another day's edition of Transformation Radio.
1: When I lose my way, I forget my name. From your brain.
0: Good morning, everybody. This is Ben Reynolds, and I just want to give a shout-out to some guys over in Phase 2 that I had the pleasure of working with the other night. We were tasked with moving some some heavy equipment, breaking some things down, and it was uh, kind of a dirty, sticky job. But um, these guys were amazing, um, the way that they, they displayed teamwork. Uh, they looked out for one another. Uh, they didn't complain um and it was just a real pleasure working with them. I just want to shout out to Mike Ward, AJ Grimmett, Josh Stevenson, James Green, Sean the Loadmaster Johnson, and Adrian Anderson. Guys, I just really appreciate your uh, your efforts the other night. And not just the way that you you physically were got together as a group and we moved everything. We we need, we know we needed a few guys to do this, but It was your heart that really impressed me, the way that you, again, looked out for one another. And uh, my daughter came along to help, and I really appreciate the way that you accepted her and uh, worked with her. Um, I really appreciate that. And, Adrian, I just want to let you know you did an awesome job uh, leading this crew, uh, getting everything together. I know we still got a few more things to do, and I just want to give you a shout that uh, really appreciates your heart and your dedication. Guys, awesome job. Keep up the great work, and uh, love you all. May have a great day, fellas. Bye bye.
2: One two one two. Yeah. Special dedication to my brothers and sisters on the great continent of Africa. The saints in Malawi, Ghana, Nigeria, Kenya, Zimbabwe. Don't be deceived by what America send y'all, yeah. man. Let me begin while there's still ink left in my pen. I'm set to contend. For truth, you can bet will offend. Deception within the church, man, who's letting them in. We talked about this years ago. Let's address it again. Yeah. And I ain't really trying to start beef. But some who claim to be part of the sheep got some sharp teeth. And catch get mean when you criticize them. But Jesus told us Matthew 7, 16, we can recognize them. And God forbid that for the love of some fans, I keep quiet and watch them die with their blood on my hands. So There's nothing left for me to do except to speak to you In the spirit of Jude 3 and 2 Peter 2 And I know that some will label me a Pharisee Because today the only heresy is saying that this heresy I'll dare to be specific and drop some clarity On the popularity of the gospel of prosperity Turn off TBN, that channel is overrated The pastors speak bogus statements, financially motivated It's kind of like a pyramid scheme Visualize heretics, Christianizing the American dream It's foul and deceitful, they lie into people Teaching that camel squeeze through the eye of a needle Ungodly and wicked Ask yourself how can they not be convicted Treating Jesus like a lottery ticket And you're thinking they're not the dangerous type Cause some of the statements are right That only proves that Satan comes as an angel of light This teaching can't be believed without a cause The lie is you can achieve a crown without a cross. And I hear it all the time when they speak on the block Even unbelievers are shocked how they're in the flock It should be obvious then Yeah, I'll explain why it's sin Peep the Bible listen. sin 1 Timothy 6, 9 and 10 it talks about how the desire for riches has left many souls on fire and stitches mired in ditches tell me who would teach you to pursue as a goal the very thing that the bible says will ruin your soul huh yet they're encouraging the love of money to make it worse they've exported this garbage into other countries my heart breaks even now as i'm rhyming. you want to know what False teachers have in common? What? It's called selfism. The fastest growing religion. They just dress it up and call it Christian. Don't be deceived by this funny biz. If you come to Jesus for money, then he's not your God. Money, money is. is. Jesus is not a means to an end. No. The gospel is he came to redeem us from sin. And that is the message forever, forever I'll, I'll yell. yell. If you're living your best life now, you're headed for hell. Talk to him. Joe Alstein. Paul Let him know. A prep of Paul Steve 12 to 12 is a false teacher. I know they're popular, but don't let them deceive ya. Talk to them. T.D. Jakes is a false teacher. Count a trope. Joyce Meyer is a false teacher. Let them know. Paula White is a false teacher. Use your discernment, let the Bible lead ya. Keep going. Fred Pikes is a false teacher. Count a trope.
1: 2 Peter
3: 2, 1-3. And now as we turn our attention to the reading of the New Testament, our narrative today will come from the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 18. We'll go through chapter 2, verse 5. Here is some of what we'll find in today's reading. Paul summarizes Isaiah 29:14 here in this passage to emphasize a point Jesus often made that is God's way of thinking is not like the world's way normal human wisdom that is but God offers eternal life while the world cannot we can spend a lifetime accumulating human wisdom and never learn how to have a personal relationship with God we must come to Christ to learn this important truth We'll see that many Jews thought the good news of Jesus Christ was foolish because they thought the Messiah would be a conquering king, accompanied by signs and miracles and conquests. Jesus had not restored David's throne as they expected. Besides, he was executed as a common criminal. How could a common criminal be a savior? Greeks, too, considered the gospel foolish. They did not believe in a bodily resurrection. They did not see in Jesus the powerful characteristics of their mythological gods, and they thought no reputable person would be crucified. Death was defeat, not victory. The good news of Jesus Christ still sounds foolish to many in the world today. Our society worships power, influence and wealth, and beauty of course. Jesus came as a humble poor servant and he offers his kingdom to those with faith, not works. This, of course, looks foolish to the world. The message of Christ's death for sins sounds foolish to those who don't believe. Death seems to be the end of the road, the ultimate weakness. But Jesus did not stay dead. No, his resurrection shows his power even over death, and he will save us from eternal death and give us everlasting life if we trust Him as Savior and Lord, but He's got to be both Savior and Lord. This sounds so simple that many people won't accept it. They try other ways to obtain eternal life, like being good, being wise, etc. But their attempts will not work. The foolish people, so-called foolish people, who simply accept Christ's offer are actually the wisest of all, because they alone will live eternally with God. And now let's begin our reading today, here in the New Testament. August 5th, the New Testament, 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 18, through chapter 2, verse 5. The message of the cross is foolish to those who are headed for destruction, but we who are being saved know it is the very power of God. As the scriptures say, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and discard the intelligence of the intelligent. So where does this leave the philosophers, the scholars, and the world's brilliant debaters? God has made the wisdom of this world look foolish. Since God in His wisdom saw to it that the world would never know Him through human wisdom, He has used our foolish preaching to save those who believe. It is foolish to the Jews who ask for signs from heaven, and it is foolish to the Greeks who seek human wisdom. So when we preach that Christ was crucified, the Jews are offended, and the Gentiles say it's all nonsense. But to those called by God to salvation, both Jews and Gentiles, Christ is the power of God and the wisdom of God. This foolish plan of God is wiser than the wisest of human plans, and God's weakness is stronger than the greatest of human strength. Remember, dear brothers and sisters, that few of you were wise in the world's eyes or powerful, or wealthy when God called you. Instead, God chose things the world considers foolish in order to shame those who think they are wise, and He chose things that are powerless to shame those who are powerful. God chose things despised by the world, things counted as nothing at all, and used them to bring to nothing what the world considers important. As a result, no one can ever boast in the presence of God." God has united you with Christ Jesus. For our benefit, God made him to be wisdom itself. Christ made us right with God. He made us pure and holy, and he freed us from sin. Therefore, as the scriptures say, if you want to boast, boast only about the Lord. When I, Paul, first came to you, dear brothers and sisters, I didn't use lofty words and impressive wisdom to tell you God's secret plan. For I decided that while I was with you, I would forget everything except Jesus Christ, the one who was crucified. I came to you in weakness, timid and trembling, and my message and my preaching were very plain. Rather than using clever and persuasive speeches, I relied on the power of the Holy Spirit. I did this so you would trust not in human wisdom, but in the power of God.
1: In the night, letting cannonballs fly Say what you mean and it turns to a fight this fly from my mouth as it turns out You're down the driveway, I'm on the couch Chasing your dreams since the violent fifth grade Trying to believe in your silent own way Cause we'll be okay, I'm not going away you watch it 14 as you down the drain Hip-hop stayed the same and your mom's moved away How many of our parents seem to make it anyway We're just fumbling through the gray Trying to find a heart that's not walking away. Turn the lights down low. Walk these walls alone. We can feel so far from so close, like ships in the night. Playing out the pack and you cramps And I was late, headed to a red carpet They won't know my name Riding in silence, all that we wanna say About the board when you call on the phone You say I'm sorry, I'll be waiting at home Feels like we're burning this out on our own Trying to find a way down the road we don't know Lights down the In the night, you keep passing me by. Just wasting time. Trying to prove who was riding. If it all goes crashing into the sea, if it's just.
3: From the book of Psalms, Psalm chapter 27, verses 7 through 14. We'll see here that many have had the sad experience of being forsaken by father or mother. Broken homes, differences of belief, addictions to drugs or alcohol, even psychological isolation can leave children crippled by this loss. Even as adults, the pain may linger. God can take that place in our life, fill that void, and heal that hurt. He can direct us to adults who may take the role of father or mother for us. His love is sufficient for all our needs. We'll read about the land of the living. The land of the living simply means this life. David was obviously going through a trial, but he was confident that in this present life, God would see him through the trial. We can have the same kind of faith in our trials. We'll see that David knew from experience what it meant to wait on the Lord. He'd been anointed king at age 16, but didn't become king until he was 30. During the interim, he was chased through the wilderness by jealous King Saul. David had to wait on God for the fulfillment of his promise to reign. Later, after becoming king, he was chased by his rebellious son, Absalom. Waiting on God is not easy. Often it seems that He isn't answering our prayers or really doesn't understand the urgency of our situation. That kind of thinking implies that God is not in control or is not fair, but God is worth waiting for. The Bible calls us to wait because often God uses waiting to refresh, renew, and teach us. Make good use of your waiting times by discovering what God may be trying to teach you in them. Psalm 27, verses 7 through 14. Hear me as I pray, O Lord. Be merciful and answer me. My heart has heard you say, Come and talk with me. And my heart responds, Lord, I am coming. Do not turn your back on me. Do not reject your servant in anger. You have always been my helper. Don't leave me now. Don't abandon me, O God of my salvation. Even if my father and mother abandon me, the Lord will hold me close. Teach me how to live, O Lord. Lead me along the right path, for my enemies are waiting for me. Do not let me fall into their hands, for they accuse me of things I have never done. With every breath they threaten me with violence. Yet I am confident I will see the Lord's goodness while I am here in the land of the living. Wait patiently for the Lord. Be brave and courageous. Yes, wait patiently for the Lord. Proverbs chapter 20, verses 22 and 23. Don't say, I will get even for this wrong. Wait for the Lord to handle the matter. The Lord detests double standards. He is not pleased by dishonest scales.
1: The sound of revival, let heaven roar and fire fall, come shake the ground with the sound of revival.
0: Thank you for listening to another day's edition of transformation radio i hope you guys enjoyed and i hope you guys all have a good day today